0: Hi everyone, this is Aisha and Julia. Welcome to Meet Me at the Bookstore, a podcast dedicated to all things bookish.
1: Yeah, this is a different one. Uh, aren't they all though? But, <laughs> That's yeah. the
0: beauty of our podcast. So much variety.
1: We're so, we're so unique, really. <laughs> Today's episode, as we said, a little different. We are talking about book reading trackers. There's different platforms, methods, and all that. So we were like, let's try some out. Give our opinions as always. Yes, and I'm sure this podcast
0: episode will be particularly enjoyable for all you Type A's out there <laughs> who really enjoy tracking your reading.
1: There's nothing wrong with it, though. No, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, for those people who just love information, yeah, and data. But yeah, should we go into our current reads?
0: Yes, let's go. I think you it sounded like you had a lot more to say. Mine's pretty quick, so I'll go into it. Um I've started <laughs> don't hate me for this. I've started Jade City by Fonda Lee. It's like this fantasy series. It's like I mean there's only two or three books or something. I think it's also based on Hong Kong I believe like the I think the city itself is based on Hong Kong and I think the vibe is based on Hong Kong just from you know what the author has said and what the descriptions sound like and um Jade gives people power but only a specific type of people and then there's kind of there's gangs and there's like martial arts involved and there's yeah I don't know I've just started it it's okay it's like different than what I thought it was gonna be because it's modern so in the world there's you know planes and guns and cars etc When I bought it, for some reason... I thought it was more high fantasy so like swords and that kind of vibe I thought I was expecting that and that's what I really like when I read fantasy I don't I actually don't love modern fantasy so much um but obviously I'm ready for my mind to be changed but yeah I'm getting into it and I want to keep like it's a really interesting premise I have to say and it's different from what I've read before so I am excited to keep going with it
1: it is interesting I mean the only one I could think of is Crescent City where you Mm -hmm. have a fantasy book but You've got guns and phones, and you're like, wait, what? Where are the swords? And they might – they're probably still there. Like, currently, there are swords. No one's just using Mm -hmm. it. It's weird because it's like, wait, this is, like, our world, but I don't get that cool stuff here.
0: Yeah, I think maybe the reason I don't love it as much is because it makes me even more jealous. I'm like – at least with high fantasy you can say okay you know this is not the world I live in that's fine but yeah when it's the same or it's not the same world obviously it means like whole like imagined country but I'm like why can't we have that
1: it's really playing into our struggles with reality (laughs) our our disillusion (laughs) really is. but yeah no, wait why'd you say i'm gonna be mad at you that you're reading jade city
0: oh because i'm not reading crescent city
1: oh i mean <laughs> start that in the new year yeah that's what i'm planning i want to take a little break from sjm yeah you're good you're good <laughs> yeah so me and my my books trying to hit some before I go leave for England so I don't have to carry them with me. So the fantasy book I'm reading is What Lies Beyond the Veil. And so part of my bookish box subscription, it's adult fantasy just it more adult at this point i still want to deal with younger people at this point i mean th- to be fair this character is 21 but you okay. know what i mean yeah
0: i um, know it is nice to read more adult fi- fantasy and that's actually another reason why i picked up jade city because they're all very much adult i think the youngest one's probably at, at this moment the youngest is like 27
1: but yeah so this book i'm only like a few chapters in i really do like how there's a lot of information right off the bat that you've got trigger warnings. And, like, as I was just reading earlier, I was like, oh, I'm really glad she had this because I was prepared to be cringing at how strong, like, the patriarchy is in this book. What was the trigger warning, out of curiosity? um, I mean, there's ones, like, there is, like, abuse that this is... Oh, gotcha, okay. Basically saying how this is, like, I don't know what the right term is, but, you know, more medieval-esque. Think about Game of Thrones and all that. Like, it's like that. And so explain like, so in this... The situation women are considered more subservient mm-hmm. to men. It helped as I was reading it before we were recording this. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I don't like it, but yeah, at least I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you've got Faye again in it. You've got a human world, you've got a Fae lands, and it's separated by this thing called a veil what lies beyond the veil. And that apparently is meant to keep the human safe from the fay, but apparently it's meant to shatter at some point. And so, there's some drama and battles gonna happen with that. So, we'll see. Classic. Um, <laughs> exactly. And so the book I really wanted to talk about, I finished it earlier this morning, but I had to mention it is the bookshop on the corner. And so I got this at Second and Charles the second-hand bookstore, I think, last Christmas. It is cute. Cute. We have another character who is like close in our age. She's 29. Did bug me oh, wow. a bit, okay. but she had she had good character development. I was like, I'm here for this. So she loves books. This author is catering to people who love books, and she opens up with basically saying I'm not going to do, like, a regular dedication, but more so talk about places where you could be reading. You could be in your bathtub. And, like, this is my tips for that. While you're commuting to work, while you're traveling, while you're on a bench, stuff like that. I just thought it was cute. Oh. But basically, our main character, Nina, she works in a library in Birmingham but is laid off. They're shutting down all these libraries. And she's just like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, I, all I want to do is give books to people. But since they are shutting down her, her – um, best friend's like okay what could you do what is your dream and she's like to have my own bookshop so she ends up running a mobile bookstore and buys like a oh, super cheap price from the library those left those books that mm-hmm. since they shut down and she ends up in scotland in a town and the reason why oh. she ends up there is because the van that fit within, like, her price range and all that was up there. So she, like, goes up there, managed to get the van with the help of some lovely, lovely, sweet people up there who are like, wait, we love books. Of course we want to help you. This sounds sweet. So long, story short, she ends up in Scotland. She can't do it in Birmingham. So she's just up and left her life and just, like, maybe in, in a way an eat, pray, love situation where she's like, I'm just going to have a fresh start. And is just selling books in this cute little town. And just the like dream. befriending people, you know, befriending people, changing people's lives, really. And so, and then, of course, you've got some male interests here. And, like, her friend comes up and she's like, Nina, you've got so many great men. And, like, they are going to parties with men in kilts and doing all these things. And I'm <laughs> like – and I was like, Mom, I think I need to move to Scotland because this book has done that. so much for me. Where I'm I'd also move so to Scotland. Sweet, but also there is a broody Scottsman. hot male mm-hmm. farmer. And I'm like, ooh, I'm I stayed up to read about the farmer, but let's be real. Um, but yeah, no, this book, I adored it completely. She has other books. And so it says like, oh, it's like book one. So I was reading the synopsis for know. book two. And it has, I think it's completely different characters, but okay. the story seems too similar that I'm like, I don't want to right. read. It. It's, like, it's like a divorcee mom with her son ends up leaving London to go somewhere else in Scotland. Oh. You know, <laughs> A bookstore there, and it's like, and I'm like, oh, this is too similar. Except she has mm-hmm. a kid, and she's divorced. Like, I don't, I liked this because it was yeah. so different. It, like, if she's gonna, I'll look at some of the other ones. I think they're like the bookshop on the shore and all that. So, okay I think there's like different bookstore situations, but maybe don't do it like you're moving to Scotland. Like, maybe yeah, you're already in Scotland thing. or something. Yeah. But. I, I thought this was a really cute read. That um, sounds so, so I cute. highly recommend it.
0: Um, yeah, that sounds up my street. That does remind me, have you read, or I feel like you did read it, or maybe your mother did, if I'm not wrong, How to Find
1: Love in a Bookstore? No. So when I bought this, I thought this was, I think, the book that one of the books that you recommended about like a oh, okay, bookstore yeah. thing. And honestly, it was not. But <laughs> I have not read that. And I don't think my mom's read it either. Okay, that that one's really cute. And it's I mean, it's different,
0: but, you know, similar vibes, (laughs) for sure. But it takes place in England, not Scotland. (laughs) This was such a cute read. It was adorable. Honestly, it's so inspiring, too, because you have this person. And, I mean, to me, at least from what you've said, it sounds like she really knows what she wants to do, which is give people books. And that's something that I feel aligned with as well. And I'm like, wow, she really just did it. She really just picked her stuff up moved and you know became a mobile bookstore that's amazing
1: honestly julia let's do this at some point you know what <laughs> let's give us a time frame 30 let's <laughs> okay. do it then let's do it uh, then should we should we go into
0: awesome yeah let's the nerdier
1: the nerdier topic
0: yeah this is this is one of our i mean we have some nerdy topics but i feel like this is the nerdiest <laughs> topic cute
1: <laughs> yeah it's definitely I think I was one who was like let's talk about it because there's so many different things and I'm so confused but no it's actually it's actually interesting especially using
0: you know trying out different trackers yeah. or one other tracker for this ep- for this episode it really opened my eyes so I'm excited to talk about it
1: I the reason why I like want to talk about it is because I only used goodreads mm-hmm. but I would see stuff on bookstagram where people like oh store graph this or that and like they had cute graphs and pie charts. and I'm like, are we doing this on Excel? I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how I found out about some of them. And I was like, okay, I guess we should see what's out there because I was just so used to Goodreads. Um, mm-hmm. Same here. But yeah, so let's go to how we track if we do when you read, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, I have to
0: say, I'm not the biggest tracker, so I do use Goodreads, and I, I think I was a bit late to Goodreads um, relative to other people, such as yourself. And so I know when I first got it, I, was, I like put in a bunch of books that I had read, but obviously they were just top of my mind. When I do read books, I sometimes put it in, but I mostly use Goodreads to add to my TBR. But it's very eclectic because. Most of my TBR, if I'm being honest, is on my camera roll because I just, if I see a video that has a book I like, I will screenshot it. If I'm in a bookstore and I see a book I like, I'll take a picture of it if I'm not going to buy it right away. So my Goodreads TBR is not super built out, but I do like the app. It's fine. I just, I'm not like a huge book tracker, to be honest. <laughs> That's I, just will, I me. will say...
1: I don't think you're alone and like using pictures or saving videos yeah. of books. I have that on my phone as well. Whenever I go book shopping or like mm-hmm. TikToks, I have that saved like to buy later. But yeah. I'll like try and like lower them to like make space. So I don't have too many videos saved on TikTok or yeah. like too many photos on my phone that I'll go in once in a while, add it into Goodreads and then okay. like delete that delete it. Interesting, yeah. because I'm like, it just gets too much and confusing for me.
0: Totally fair. I think my next step. I don't even. I don't know if you organize it. If you have a a folder, did you say um, in your photo album for TikTok? I do. Oh, okay. So I just have
1: so many different types of videos saved, like Mm -hmm. travel, food. Yeah. So I I just I, I have it more so to buy. So it's books yeah household stuff and whatever so then it's literally just quotes from a book that I'm like oh that sounds exciting let's read that yeah I don't have it on my phone it's just like a bunch of photos mm-hmm. yeah
0: no exactly same One of yeah <laughs> that's it for me
1: <laughs> so yeah I started using Goodreads I think the tail end of college I don't even know how oh, wow. I found out about okay. it yeah because yeah. I definitely wasn't reading the beginning of college just like so busy I think it's mm-hmm. like by the end I was able to figure out a cool schedule not to have classes on Fridays then I could figure out my life a bit better so yeah I think it was nicest to track books like this is what I was reading like have goals and then try and meet it I really like having checklists and be like ah I've done it great um the type A in me right there but yeah so I actually started I created a spreadsheet I think end of last year love it I was just like you know what like let's like let's track it a bit you know and it was more so because I think it was just reading two books at the same time fantasy and like something else so I kind of was like organizing okay I'm gonna do this book Then I'm gonna do this book I mean obviously it wasn't only following that but just to give me an idea of how to figure out like what books to read next or whatever um, and also what books I have because I had such an extensive TBR I was like all right maybe you don't buy more books but Mm -hmm. jokes I will (laughs) Uh, I know that's
0: the thing that like that's why like having a TBR doesn't really It only helps me in the sense that it helps me remember a little bit, but I Mm -hmm. still don't always reference my TBR when I go buy books, so I'm just buying more books, but then sometimes I'll just come across a book that I know is on my TBR, so I'll get that Mm -hmm. too, but...
1: I think my TBR on Goodreads helps sometimes because I'll look at something. And I'm like, hmm, let me look it up on Goodreads maybe. And I do have it. Or that's what it helps where it's like, oh, I've already read this. Because I've actually bought a book one time. Mm-hmm. I came home. I was like, I've read this already. Good Lord. Need to <laughs> re gift it
0: to someone uh, now. You know, I don't um, think that's ever happened to me, to be honest. I was going to say, the one thing about the Goodreads TBR, which I find annoying, is that I don't even, I don't feel like I have that many books on my Goodreads TBR compared to what other people have. But it's sometimes hard to find the book because it's just this huge list, right? You yeah. can't really – there's no way to search. Like, let's say if there was a tag or or you can't search by author. Like, if you only remember the author, you can't search by yeah. title or, like, one word of the title if it's not the first letter of it. And so you're just scrolling through it. Sometimes you scroll too fast. You miss it. But I find it kind of annoying, actually.
1: So no. <laughs> Yeah, you have to just do the general search and that's where you are like, oh, it's in my want to read or yeah. read or – <laughs> no other tag. But yeah, no, my spreadsheet, I'll talk about it more, but it got more detailed and my type A like really came out. See, that's how I track stuff currently. But yeah, so we, we said we tried out some new methods.
0: Yes. So I tried out Storygraph, which was my new book tracking app. And you have to say, I think it's a really interesting app. So at first I was a little skeptical because it's very like, I didn't love the user interface. And so that's actually a reason why I did like Goodreads, because I thought that the user interface was really user friendly, it was easy to use. And it was also really basic, or I used it in a really basic way anyways. But Storygraph just feels a bit more technical to me. And like, maybe I don't know what if if it's like the colors, the font. I mean, I don't know who their UX designer is, but maybe they (laughs) should do a little work there. Um, So at first, I was like, okay, I don't know. But I started looking through the app more and seeing what else there was available. And there were some really interesting things. I guess I'll start off with the graphs. Basically, they make graphs based off of what you've read, but also what your TBR is. And so examples of the graphs are, they'll break it down by how many pages are in each book, what vibe is, literally what the vibe is. So if it's adventurous, hopeful, inspirational, and of course, all these tags are based off of just what. I believe people have tagged it. So, you know, I think you also have to know this might not be the most accurate thing, whether it's nonfiction, fiction, what else they go, they really go down into. I mean, there's so many different graphs and pie charts that they have. They even have one pie chart. This, this really, I was like, wow, I don't know what the point of this is necessarily, but there's one that shows the date of the book's publication compared to when you've read it. <laughs>
1: and I was like, what? I don't know. That freaked me out. I was like, that's too much. I feel like this must have been created by a very type A person. I
0: know. That's what I mean. It's like like a lot. It's a lot of data. And so that really threw me off. And the graphs, I'm actually personally not a big fan of the graphs right now because – It's not super accurate of what I read because I've only been using it for a little while, right? So how many books could I really put in there? So it's not, like, I just don't feel like the the graphs really portray me accurately and that kind of just annoys me. (laughs) But obviously, if you use it for a really long time, I can see how that would be really interesting to you. But I also, so I like really don't care about that. So, um, and I know it's called StoryGraph and that's the main point, but I actually think there's some other really interesting parts of this app that I want to talk about. So another one is the whole recommended books section. So obviously, you know, all book apps and book stores, including Amazon, have a recommended list, right? And of course, they're based off of what you've clicked into before. But what StoryGraph does is it actually gives you a quiz to take, and you can really specify what books you like and what books you don't like, and you can even go into more detail by putting in certain tags like enemies to lovers, YA fantasy, high fantasy, self-help, you know, whatever. You can really put those tags in and then those tags plus the quiz that you took, which was kind of fun, will help curate your recommended list. And so I did the quiz and some of the books that popped up on my recommended were really interesting books I'd never heard of before. And so I thought that was quite nice that those books were really unique and not just like the the usual, because, you know, in a lot of, especially like Amazon, right, they're, they're also going to recommend books that are just really popular with everyone. Um, So I like that this was really curated and kind of um, niche, if you will. And then the final thing that I wanted to talk about is um, there's a giveaway section, which I only recently saw. So I don't know if it was there the whole time I've been using it or if it's more of a new feature. I don't know. I, maybe I just noticed it. <laughs> um, but there's a giveaway feature where they will... S- if you enter the giveaway, you just click a button to enter it. They will enter you to receive beta reader copies. I believe that's the term. I'm not as uh, uh, knowledgeable as Aisha on these things. But yes, yeah, so you, you, there's all these different books that I guess the authors uh, want beta readers for. And so you can enter to get, you know, a PDF copy, copy for your Kindle or, you know, whatever. They're usually, I assume they're usually ebooks. All the ones I saw were ebooks. But I thought that was so cool. And it did seem like from the descriptions that So I don't know how it works exactly, but it seemed like the authors themselves put the book on there and were able to just enter the giveaway. So I wonder like if I, for example, if I was writing a book um, and I wanted to do a giveaway for beta readers, if I wouldn't be able to just put it on there and host a giveaway. Um, I'm not really sure. I'd have to look into it more. But yes, I I entered a few giveaways. We'll see um, if I get any online copies. That'd be pretty cool. And so all that said, I feel like you would really like story graph Aisha
1: <laughs> maybe I'll give it a go next year I was gonna ask are you able to put a reading goal for the year like you can on Goodreads
0: oh yeah you know I think you can see again that I'm just like so not this is like so above my head I wouldn't even think of doing this I feel like you can there's a place to also track buddy reads which I thought was really interesting yeah not exactly sure how that works but
1: can There's you also like you have friends with there as well? Like on Goodreads, yeah. it. it's like, I could see what you're
0: reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. For sure. For sure. And they even, I think they even recommend friends to you based oh. off of what you've read. Yeah. Which is kind of cute. Lot, but okay. It is. a No, this app is a lot. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. I guess one other thing I want to mention is that, you know, on Goodreads, we said you could have read and want to read, right?
1: Yeah.
0: On Storygraph, you can have read, want to read, and currently reading. And the whole time I was like, I just like, don't really understand the point oh, of this.
1: Do, you could do currently reading on um, Goodreads. Oh,
0: <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. But then I was like, okay, I guess if you're reading a lot of books at the same time and wanted to keep it in your mind so you didn't forget, I guess that makes sense. I don't Wait, know. What does
1: not make sense? Why would you have a currently reading button? To say this is what I'm reading right now. So that's how they're tracking your stats on reading that book. No, but then, because then, but then, once you finished, you would just say, "I've read it." So what I do on Goodreads, right? I've started a book, say today. It's currently reading. When I finish it, it will say I finished the books. and I'll say I've been reading this from December fourth to December sixth. Oh, so it's okay, taking I those see. stats.
0: Wow. See, you know, my brain just doesn't even think like that. But that's actually interesting.
1: I'm sure they track that. Then I'll talk briefly about Goodreads. You can also enter giveaways on that, and I only won one, and oh, I gave okay. it such a bad review because it was a terrible book, and I don't think I'm ever going to win one again. But I've seen so <laughs> many people on Bookstead, they win multiple, and I'm like, mm-mm-mm. I think there's something fishy here. Oh, really? Because some of the people I've seen who have continuously won have a lot of friends. Right. And so like, on our Booksta, like we've shared our Goodreads. It's okay if some people want to like be my friend on it. I don't really care. This is really for me to track it, yeah. my own personal stuff. But I know people have like they have over a thousand friends. It's like being like a Facebook sort of situation, yeah, right? And I feel like those people have a lot of friends who are the ones who keep winning, and I like I don't.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of frustrating because it's obviously so making it me. more like a Facebook, Instagram, like very social media e platform, yeah. which obviously the app wants to be like they want to have user engagement. But then it's like I'm just here to read. Like, just send me the freaking beta yeah. copy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm this is you. my slight conspiracy theory right there, but that's, I truly think that's it because there's other That makes sense. Like, I've been entering all the time and I've never won anything or won one and I never won it again. Yeah. Uh, no, that but makes one sense. One of though. the things I wanted to bring up about Goodreads and Storygraph is, and I seen this, what pe- people complained about was on Goodreads, you can only rate on whole numbers. And Storygraph, they were saying like you could put in, like, you could be more specific yeah. if it's like, I don't know if you could do like, 4.8 or if it's in a quarter system, you. people liked that yeah yeah
0: because I saw so a 4. Think,
1: 4.7 review okay <laughs> I, I think that is nice because some of the books i read recently like I gave them a five but I'm like you're really a four and a half and right. I can put that in as an r- actual review but it's changing their average rating yeah for a person to see and I'm like I don't want you to know I gave it a five like it's really a four and a half but mm-hmm. okay yeah um, or, you're right yeah. and it it's more helpful than on Storygraph
0: because obviously on Goodreads, I mean, there's such a big difference between a three, a four, and a five, right? But then yeah. when you have no choice. Hmm,
1: interesting. Exactly. So I, I find that hard. I don't know if you could do this on Storygraph. What I wish you could do on Goodreads is to say that you didn't finish a b- book or DNF'd it. And oh, interesting. Because like, there's a lot of books where it's like, I didn't finish it, but then if I'm trying to track my reading goal for the year, like I didn't finish you technically. Oh, you can. So it's like, you can oh, deal like it. See, I like that because I don't want it to like say like, oh, I actually read this book when I didn't, you know, but I did put in some effort to try and read it. So, okay, maybe I will try Storygraph in the new year. Yeah. No, I think you would. You would enjoy it. Cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll go into my spreadsheet. So like this is literally to our audience. How you're going to find out how type <laughs> I am because I'm basically doing some of the stuff that Julia mentioned is happening in Storygraph, <laughs> but I just control it all on a spreadsheet so it's just yeah a detailed personal tracker so tracking each book I read the start date end date the genre it is the reading I gave it so like this is where I can go like 4.25 I uh, guess Julia is laughing at me right was, now I'm sorry wondering. are you actually the founder of Storygraph <laughs> I wish I was I really wish I was I have no idea about computer programming so it's definitely not me I mean,
0: you can, if you partnered with someone, I feel like you could really create a good like track. they
1: need app. an influencer for it, I'll, I'll I'll help with that. But yeah, so really type A. I don't know. I was just like, I think it was having to work on spreadsheets for work. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, let's do this for like my books. And that's when I'm like, ooh, this is really exciting. Um so I'm, like, packing a bit more detailed this year. I want to see, like, what was, like, the highest number of pages I read, lowest number of pages, maybe what genre I read the most this year, you know? So I'm trying to do different stuff. And then also, like, okay, my top recs for this year. That's so stuff You like... have to post. We have to get a sneak peek. To do an Insta
0: post or TikTok on your spreadsheet. I'm so intrigued.
1: Yeah. But, no, I, it's, it's just fun because, like, This is where I'm organizing, like, okay, after this book, maybe let's read this or this one. And then it's also just tracking again, like, my TBR. And then I added some other old spreadsheets. I used to, like, make book shopping lists, like, Mm -hmm. when we'd come back here for vacation. So I have that on a spreadsheet. So I'm like, all right, like, if I ever get to my other TBR, like, can see that these are other books I want to read. Yeah, I'm really nerdy. But I tried out another app called Bookly which I ended up deleting because I wasn't enjoying it. Mm. And so when you, sorry, question about StoryGraph. You said you can put in a reading goal for the year. Is that for like the calendar year or like from the year you start or like the date you start specifically?
0: You know, I'm not sure. I, I didn't myself put in a reading goal, but I just, I feel like you could with this app because, oh, reading challenge girl. I don't know. I'm
1: sorry. I don't know. I should have Tried. No, you're good. So that was my one of my issues with this app, Bookly, where you could put in a goal for the year, but what it like was twelve like, starting, like twelve books, fifty books, yeah, like whatever you wanted. Yeah. But I got this in, over the summer, so my goal was going from July second to July of next year, and I was like, no, I wanted it out for the calendar year because I feel like that's oh, a different, yeah, yeah, but, like that's easier to track as a goal. Otherwise, it feels based too arbitrary. Calendar. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's too arbitrary. And I was like, you could have just at least said, like, put my goal into the end of 2022. Right. Whatever. Mm. So I like that with Goodreads, where it's, like, based on the calendar year oh, you can all. do it in Goodreads. Um, yeah.
0: One thing that I know you can do with Storygraph is that this is a bit different than just a pure reading goal, but you can compare months because – so the tracker obviously tracks books you've read. And okay, so this is another problem that I have and why – these kind of apps don't always work super well. Or I'm not working with the app, so to speak, so the app doesn't work for me. <laughs> so you can compare months, right? So if you read five books in May and three books in March, you can compare March and April, right? And see what books you read and the breakdown of those books. For me, I don't always say I finished a book when I finished it. I just say I finished a book when I open up the app <laughs> and I happen to have finished it. Um, so it's not accurate. I, I, I like backfill
1: a lot, right? So... <laughs> you're one of those I love it when I finish a book so I can <laughs> automatically go to Goodreads and say I finished it really? and it's like yay yeah oh my god yeah I just um uh,
0: yeah I just I don't want to say I don't care it just it's not front of mind I would say for me I think it's really cool though that you do track it and again your spreadsheet sounds amazing I'm organized in my own way but this is like not one of those ways <laughs>
1: When You're describing about the months, like how much you read, and I'm like, I also do that. Where I'll be like, These are books that I've read when I've start- started and finished in the month. Because it's like, I could have started a book on the 20th, but then finished it on the 5th, and I'm like, No, you don't count. Maybe it's the 30th, I don't yeah. care. But yeah. it's like, If I started you in the second, finish on the 7th, and I'm like, Yeah, you count for a book I read in November. Yeah. Uh, maybe I am the creator of Story <laughs> My brain, who knows? Um, I need to look into whoever created that but yeah sorry (laughs) going back to bookly though so using bookly might have also helped inspire some of the things I wanted to track a bit more but you can track the pages you read by reading sessions so this was a little bit harder for me this is too much for me where I will read a book wherever I am yeah right and then like Update my page count, what page I'm on on Goodreads. Just be like, oh, I'm at like 30%, 50%, whatever. But Bookly, you have to like go on the app and be like, oh, I'm reading now. And so it has a clock. You have to on. click up, oh my like God. Like a timer. That's a right? lot. So then it could could count like, okay, you went from page 100 to 120 in X amount of minutes to like track your your reading speed. But it was just like, I would always forget to time it. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm in a place where I'm not pulling my phone out to do it, but I'm just reading, like, I'm commuting somewhere. I'm not gonna pull my phone out to do it. I just want to pull my book out. yeah that was a bit too much for me. That's a lot. I also feel like that's, I
0: mean, I don't know what that would show exactly because there are times where if I'm so into a book, I will just, my living and waking day is just me devouring this book right but then there's times when I'll read a book and then I'll put it down after five minutes and open my phone etc you know and it's not great but I also as we've mentioned I hashtag micro read so when I have a minute if I'm in a line I just open my book up read a few lines close it
1: I can't be putting all that into nap but yeah so that that was one of my issues with it um, along with the reading goal but I think they weren't as user-friendly as you've been like using that Term like mm. in Goodreads, it to me it's like it's simple to use. Yeah. I think Sorgraph goes one end, and like I don't know, Bookly was just not as friendly because I could say I don't, I don't even know how to explain because I deleted it after some point. But it was hard moving books to a different folder. To say I finished it, I would see all the books I had read, and then we're currently reading at the same time. And I'm like, no, I want you in a different folder so I don't have to see you. Like once I finished it, mm. I want like slightly out of sight, out of mind. I also couldn't find some books from like newer authors to add and i was like this is a bit yeah, problematic like, i've had like, that fine stuff oh uh,
0: i was gonna say I've,
1: I've had that issue though on both goodreads and storygraph okay. i have i want to read some niche books though so i guess that's yeah. yeah, like goodreads like i found some like weird ones but fair again another issue with bookly i had was you know it could track your reading speed and all and like seeing like each day of the week whatever and all that but they had analytics but that was like you had to subscribe for it and i'm like uh, why am i why would i have to pay money to see this data on my reading when I can make my own spreadsheet
0: yeah also who I mean I don't want to offend anyone but who was like that interested in their reading speed that they're gonna subscribe to that
1: app no, you're like you're you're not wrong and that was my thing it's like I could have paid it to like really give out a review yeah on this I was, like I refuse to yeah um, so yeah, I need to say, I deleted it. I was, it was just like too much for me. I'm happy with Goodreads because it's easy to use and my spreadsheet because again, pretty easy to use. So I might try Storygraph. We'll see. Yeah, no, would uh,
0: recommend. Again, I think there's a lot more to discover on Storygraph that maybe I think you would perhaps discover. And I'd be interested to hear your thoughts and how you use Storygraph if you ever do we'll see and i'll continue that i'm going to continue actually. using it yeah. i think although it is really hard between goodreads and storygraph um and like i've added different books to my tbr i'm just really bad at using tracking apps of any kind honestly so
1: it's yeah i a think me be my issue because like Goodreads is my go-to and i i have well over a thousand books yeah i'm just not going to move it to storygraph though that's the thing no of course not so like no. put my tbr like i think i would just use it for like stats well I think what I'll do is let me see how it goes – honestly, it's going to be in January when I, like, try and make graphs or whatever on my spreadsheet. <laughs> but maybe I'll try StoryGraph, graph. But I don't think I'm going to put, like, my TBR on there just because yeah. they're all on Goodreads. And this is, like, from forever ago. I'm not moving it over.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you might also be interested in the quiz. Again, like, yeah. I don't know how accurate it is, but – you can make it more accurate by going in, redoing the quiz or putting in extra tags. And I am finding interesting books. I mean, we'll see mm-hmm. if I actually enjoy them if I ever end up reading them. But, you know, it's something cool. I think we could wrap it up, though. Like, Amazing. Yeah.
1: We <laughs> were really succinct this, this episode. Yeah,
0: no, we were. But I'm, I think that was a cool conversation about book tracking. I think it, again, it's just so different from anything that, concerns my mind or is top of my mind so it's really cool to I don't get a little bit into it hear you talk about it and I like we joke about how nerdy it is but it makes me so gleeful I don't know it just makes me so gleeful to hear you talking about how in-depth you track it because I love when people are so passionate about really niche things (laughs) it's like my one of my favorite things (laughs) I love it So I I really enjoyed this conversation and um, I hope everyone else does too,
1: even though it was super different. Yeah, so to our audience, do you check what books you're reading? If so, what are you using? Apps, platforms? Do you recommend any? Do you not recommend any? I'm excited for the next episode. Do we want to do like a quick tease for tease?
0: sure. Like
1: our, our, our last one for the season? For the season. The yeah, year. I can't believe it. I know.
0: I mean, December is here, so we're going to do a little Christmas special. Yeah, we'll make it real Christmassy.
1: Oh, so fun. But for now, we're going to go and plan some more for next episode. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. We want to thank you for joining us today and hope that you'll continue on this bookish journey with us. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.